BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. That's the thing, Carver Hyde. The coverage of this thing is so pathetic that, like, <laughs> I can't even find who's winning the race right now an hour into it. Like, I no. went on, I went on, like, ESPNs to see. Uh, I, I had to find, I had to go to more sports to click to find NASCAR. Then when I got to NASCAR, you know what it showed me? The dual races for Daytona. Like, yeah. didn't they do those, like, last week? Like, are you kidding me? They don't even have the leader They don't have, it's like a golf tournament. They should have who's winning the race while it's happening, but they don't even have that up. You wonder why NASCAR doesn't matter. Uh, That would be part of it. I'm not going to lie to you. I tried finding out as well uh, what's going on. I can't, I'm looking at the the NASCAR uh, Twitter feed. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So uh, right now, I think this is what I'm guessing. I'm guessing Logano, Christopher Bell, who? Michael McDowell, who? Austin Sindrick, who? Tyler Reddick. Does he play for the Eagles? Who? Chase Elliott and Hamlin are your top seven. It only took me five minutes to find out who was winning, and this could be wrong. I don't even know if that's right. Here's here's also what tells a little bit of the tale, though it doesn't say who's in first, but Hamlin is still uh, on the live betting board, the favorite, at 8-1, to one, uh, with Kyle Busch and Joey Logano right behind him. So on the live betting board, uh, he's up there at the top. So that's really so I that see a different. I, I even see a different one, Mike. I see uh, Christopher Bell, Blaney, Logano, Hemrick, Heimlich Maneuver, and McDowell, the top five. And then when I click on the in-progress race, I get entirely different guys winning the race. Like, they can't even get it right who's racing, who's winning, no. who's leading, who's the top five. Honestly, at this well, point, you gotta remember, I'm giving up. You got to remember, it's a fast-moving sport. You got you to gotta stay right in there. They're making a lot of turns. Uh, you got to stay in the mix. Uh, things change very quickly. Uh, in NASCAR, uh, that's for sure. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast on a Monday. Sirius XM Channel 159 and Sports Byline. It is great to have everybody with us here today. Uh, I will uh, instead give you a better update on the hockey instead of the NASCAR. How about this? The Knights are up 3-0 at the Shark Tank against the Sharks right now as they are running away with that one. The Jets lead the the Flames 3-2 in for Alberta. We have the Oilers up 2-1 at the college rink as they're about to start the second period. 
and the Red Wings lead the Kraken 2-1. to one. Uh, The Wild and the Canucks scored 17 goals uh, as Minnesota tagged on the field goal at the end to win 10-7 up in St. Paul against Vancouver. Very, very upsetting for me. Uh, The Blackhawks are in Carolina tonight, Scotty. There are two other games. Most of the action was in the afternoon, but the Blackhawks are in Raleigh. How about four bills now? Minus four hundy. For the Canes, plus 310 for the Blackhawks, five and a half the total. Oh, uh, this is a a steamroll game for uh, the Hurricanes. They're going to kill the Blackhawks. In fact, uh, I don't think there's going to be any question they're going to beat them by three goals. So the two and a half's in play. Uh, Chicago's awful. And I think the, you know, we saw the Canes beat the Knights in Vegas by two goals. What do you think they're going to do to the Blackhawks? The Blackhawks are a college team. They are uh, not very good at all. And the other one is the Senators are in Tampa against the Lightning tonight. Lightning minus 165, plus a buck 35 for Ottawa. Flat seven, the total here, a big seven. So McCann just scored again for Seattle. That's his second goal wow. to tie it up with the Red Wings. The guy's got a pair of goals. I mean, the, the Red Wings goalie is just awful. I, I can't even take it because I bet on Detroit today. I'm watching this guy. He's like a hooker with his legs spread. Uh, he's given up such easy goals. Honestly, uh, Leon, whatever his name is, I can't even take it. And, and so, wait, so the Ottawa-Tampa game is the one you're giving me? I'm on Tampa, yes. and I'll tell you how I bet it. Um, let's just be clear. I want to get it right. So I bet it today. Uh, I mean, this is a problem. Here we go. It's very important <laughs> I get this right. Here it is. It's 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 my fault. I bet the over seven at plus a buck five. That's what I got it at this morning. Okay. It's a very dangerous bet. But we saw them give up nine goals the other night in an 11-goal mm-hmm. game. They've played games lately over – Six and a half goals. They've been scoring a lot of goals, giving up a lot of goals. They're at home. I took the over seven goals at plus money if I can make it happen. Now, that's a crazy bet. But when I see 17 goals in this game today, uh, the wild game with Vancouver, how can I think that it's not possible that I could get eight goals in this hockey game tonight at Amelie Arena? Very possible indeed. Uh, Look, Ottawa... They, they play wild games as well, Scotty. You know that. Uh, Ottawa up and down the ice, uh, that's for sure. And finally, the Islanders are going to host the 2026 All-Star Game. That will be at the horse track coming up uh, in a couple of years. So everybody will be very excited for that. I'll even take you. Uh, we'll go to the skills competition on Friday night, Scotty. Uh, we'll go over to the horse track. And watch it from the upstairs uh, lounge, the Horseman's Lounge up there. We'll go up and watch these. I think the uh, NHL All-Star events and weekends are awful. Unless they're in your town and you can go meet all (laughs) of these superstar players. So whenever it's anywhere else, let's say Tampa or if it's in St. Paul or if it's in Seattle or if it's in Las Vegas, it's a waste of time. But if it's in Strong Island and we can drive there in under an hour to go meet all these players and party with them and take pictures with them and go to the game. I mean, I will bet my uh, last dollar that Carver High will be at the 26 All-Star Game in the USB Arena at the racetrack, sitting with all his glory and a Bud Light. He will be at that game for certain 
We were talking about this yesterday when they announced it, because they announced it while we were at uh, the Stadium Series game at MetLife, and a lot of us were saying, I was saying, I I think I'd rather go to the Friday night, like we were just saying, the, the skills stuff, than the actual game on Saturday. I think that I would yeah. rather go to, to all that, the fat, the skater, and all that stuff. I think I'd rather see that uh, and, and have and have a few beers at that event uh, than going. But no I would be at one of them. Never. I don't know which one, but I'll be at one of them. Not sure. We got a couple years to figure it out uh, before we do get there. All right, there you go. With the hockey, uh, we'll keep you updated on what's going on here. Uh, I have a lot of college basketball for you. Uh, Ohio State upset Purdue yesterday. Of course, that's the old, you whack the coach, uh, and then you give a Let's big see. effort right after that. And you know, Ohio that's State it. did that against Purdue. Can I just say something? <laughs> Honestly, there has never been a coach that I've ever seen in my life that loses more close games than Matt Painter. If this guy is involved in a close game, he loses not every time, not 60% of the time, 100% of the time he loses. This guy loses every close game. And another thing, uh, if like so they should have been the reps were terrible in that game. It should have been a tie game. They made a horrible missed call and a foul on Edie that led to a four point at the other end for Ohio State. They will lose the NCAA tournament again. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Ricardo is our sports business and legal insider from Harvard on SportsGrid and on Coast to Coast. Here he is again, and we're ready to fire. So uh, everyone I know told me on this very show last week that Sabrina Inescu was going to beat Steph Curry at the three-point contest. I bet on Curry. I won. I also thought it was the only event at all of the entire monstrosity that it was. That was the most embarrassing display of ineptitude I have ever seen in sports by a league that is worth billions. Uh, That that, that all-star game was laughable. It was disgusting. The three-point shot was a clank festival. And the dunk contest, they might as well just showed a film of the year before because that's what it was. The only thing that was good was that Inescu chick taking on uh, Curry. And you had a guy like Kenny Smith start dissing her. She should have been shooting from the women's line. And that's why they have a women's tee in golf. They even ruined that by letting that guy open his mouth. 
Yeah, well, the, the only thing that's a little more embarrassing in my mind was a few years ago when uh, Roger Goodell said enough is enough with the tackle game that ended up being a touch game and they put on pads. And now at least they're trying to do something else there. NHL, you and I both know, Gary Bettman, some warts, but he has it right that three-on-three three is a great thing, notwithstanding Kucherov. And the NBA, I don't care if it's 211 points. It, it's, it is sad. They've got to do something about it. But it doesn't really matter whether she won or lost. She hung with him, and now Caitlin Clark will be there next year. And the ratings for Saturday night, 30% higher than last year. And the women's game may in many ways be bigger than the men's game. Caitlin Clark is certainly making more money in NIL than she will when she turns pro. And I think the bottom line of it is let's not focus on the Sunday events. Let's focus on what happens Saturday night. And maybe it's a foundation for what's going to happen in the future. I hope so. Did you see the beating that Jay Williams got on Saturday on ESPN College Game Day when he suggested that she wasn't the greatest player ever based on the fact that she's never won a chip? And then Greenberg and Billis <laughs> and uh, Reese Davis went just deep six on this guy and started slamming him for his opinion that she doesn't matter because she doesn't win titles. Another guy with foot-in-the-mouth disease. Well, let's, what, let's see what happens. I think he ought to go one-on-one -on -one with her. <laughs> and let's see what happens there. Listen, 3,000 points, 1,000 assists. Um, she is... She's in the category, I think, of Pistol Pete. You are old enough to remember him. And, and Steph Curry, when he just decides to heck with it, I'm going to shoot whenever I get the ball. They're all fun to watch. And she is fun to watch, uh, more than fun to watch. She is the only one to watch. And I think the bottom line is they should have figured out how to get her in the three-point contest. But maybe that uh, or the you know shooting contest with Steph Curry, maybe next year, uh, regardless of eligibility in college or not, look, athletes now we've crossed the Rubicon of who's paid and who's not. That shouldn't keep her ineligible or eligible. They should have figured out a way to get her in it, but certainly they will next year. So tell me about Salt Lake's West Side project to get a Major League Baseball stadium, even though I'm hearing that Sacramento will get the A's until they build a new ballpark in Las Vegas. And now we even know that the mayor, Goodman, she said, we don't even want them now. Like, what is going on with the Oakland A's? It's a soap opera. Uh, I've heard, too, that Sacramento is odds-on favored for a temporary facility. But, you know, you and I were in Vegas. It was the time when, if you want to make a political statement, that's the time to do it. And Mrs. Mayor Goodman, remember, Oscar Goodman was the guy that brought a lot of the teams in. Originally, this is his wife, and, and she is very popular. And she said, we don't even want them. I don't know what we means because a lot of the hotels do want baseball because they want the activity, uh, you know, three, four days a week. Casino operators, maybe not because it's a diversion. Bottom line is the ship has maybe sailed. The A's had an all day meeting in Oakland last week. So we're not sure. But at the end of the day, it has very little to do with Salt Lake. The Salt Lake deal may be not just for the A's temporarily or permanently. It may be for expansion. Nashville, Vegas, Charlotte, there are a lot of cities that want teams. But now Salt Lake has this only team in the mountain time zone beside Denver being far away from something else. They've got an arena, as you know, with the jazz and maybe hockey expanding into it. And then a stadium on the other side of town 
Larry Miller, the car dealer who brought the Jazz in in the first place, is anchoring a $3.5 billion development. I think Salt Lake is going to be the next Vegas in terms of number of expansion cities. You watch. They are a leader. Yeah, but what's weird is, Rick, uh, I just want to follow that with how many pro athletes have complained how miserable and boring it is there, and there's nothing to do, and they hate it there. Yeah, well, listen, we're not doing this for the pro athletes' excitement. We're doing it for NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball values. And so they'll figure it out. They're making a lot of money. And I think the biggest advantage of, of the town is that it is so isolated. You know, you got to go a few hours to go do anything, mountain time zone, uh, you know, Mormon mentality. But I'm not sure you make an expansion or relocation decision based on how fun it's going to be for the players. ESPN's deal with the college football playoff goes all the way till 32. Is that deal signed? Well, it's being finalized. So let's be careful whether it's signed or not. You know, a billion six, uh, a six-year deal, billion three, six-year deal. And people say, well, it's double what it was before. Well, that's great. But remember, there are three games in today's playoffs that matter. There will be 11 every year in the future playoffs that matter. And a lot of people say double ain't good enough. And so whether it's signed or not, the other issue is, did you bring in NBC? Did you bring in Discovery? Did you book Cover Network? Did you bring in Fox? All of the other networks that may have bid this deal up. And so as big as it is, some say it's not big enough. Is uh, 2 million subs a, a great number for the MLS or not? Uh, it depends on who you talk to. Uh, listen, they get two and a half uh, uh, a billion. Uh, the, the, the dollars over the 10-year deal is something that's interesting, says Don Garber. Problem is they have crossed the Rubicon of 2 million for 2023. That's fine. But the problem with the subscription model you can't finance it. There are no guarantees. Uh, you can't raise money on the back of a TV deal. And the real key is going to be with Messi leaving. He's now leaving. There's no there's no leaving now. But that's a great deal today with Messi. But what about a few years from now where the subscription-based deal doesn't have the superstars at the table? Uh, luckily, if the MLS bridges this gap two, three years from now, they have the World Cup to look forward to, and they can build on that. But, uh, you know, a lot of people still un unhappy about that deal. So Nike gets rid of Tiger Woods and then they lay off 2% of their workforce. Things can't be good up in Oregon. No, 47,000 people work there. So that's great. But they laid off a lot. And remember, uh, uh, Jokic and the Nuggets deal, that was cut by Nike. Nike's got to cut $2 billion, they say, over a two-year period. <laughs> that's a lot of money. And so whether they do it or not, long term, Nike is just doing it, just cutting it. The NHL uh, expands the relationship with Verizon. And I thought their event on Saturday and Sunday at the Meadowlands was gigantic for the league. You're talking over 150,000 fans in two days. It's getting bigger. They're building on it. It used to be just one winter classic game on New Year's or New Year's Day. Now it's it's playing all over two days in a row Meadowlands can't get any bigger than that. Six to five overtime game, second game. Gary Bettman is doing it right. They're coming up with these major events. The in-season tournament, it is a big deal. Fabulous stuff, Mr. Haro. Thank you. Always good to catch up on the business of sports and where the money is.
Uh, we'll catch up with you again on Coast to Coast. I will get people updated on this hockey game. The Red Wings have taken the lead again in Seattle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Adam Kaplan is our NFL insider. And when we were at the Super Bowl in Vegas, he said to me quietly, Pharrell, don't forget to get your booster. And I forgot to get my booster. And now I have the Hanta. And then Adam got his booster and he's feeling fantastic. Not only that, he's going to Indianapolis next week to his 23rd combine healthier than ever as I continue to kick out gigantic green lugs all over the snow in New York City when I walk my dog and try not to breathe on people. All right, Adam, let's talk about free agency today on CBC. Yeah. Uh, you've already upset me uh, before coming on by suggesting to me that the Steelers should get Ryan Tannehill to push Kenny touchdown, whereas all the Steeler players have said, they want Mason Rudolph to be the starting quarterback next year in Pittsburgh. Well, listen, here's the deal. They want Mason Rudolph back, right? And where else could he really go where he has a chance to be a starting quarterback? Now, Kenny Pickett will enter the offseason as their starter, but they want competition for him, considering how much he dropped off there for that great offseason. That went out the door. He struggled mightily. In season, the offense coordinator, Matt Canada, was fired. Arthur Smith comes in. He knows Ryan Tannehill. Obviously, he coached him. And that's one of the names uh, to keep an eye on when we get closer to free agency, which starts in about three weeks. So that's one guy. Uh, again, they also want Mason Rudolph back. Yeah, they're, they're basically, they're going to have a fail-safe here. They're going to have a plan where if Pickett is not ready, if he struggles again, they're, they're not going to let this bring down their season because, as you and I know, and Steeler fans know, they're really good at the skill positions. That's not the problem. They have a good running game. Offense line was better last season than it had been. Got to be better at the quarterback position. And, isn't it interesting with Mason Rudolph, right? As soon as he gets in there, the downfield passing game becomes a big part of their offense all of a sudden. So that's what they're trying to get back here. Uh, they've got Deontay Johnson, who's still under contract, by the way. He's not a lot to come back, though. He's under contract, but we'll see what they do. They'll, we'll see if they trade him or keep him around for yet another year. He's their best downfield runner for the catch guy. George Pickens, of course. Fryermuth. they got to get Calvin Austin going. But the big thing for L here is, is Arthur Smith being the play caller. It's They want it to be run-based. It's got to start with that. But they've got to get the pass game going as well. And that's a big thing for Arthur Smith to get going here. 
So explain that teams can start using one of their uh, franchise tags or a transition tag starting tomorrow through March 5th. Is that about right? Correct. That's exactly two weeks. They have to March 5th at 4 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow, they could start tagging players. It's extremely rare that they do it on the first day, which is February 20th. Typically, you see it within three to five days or right at the deadline. Uh, when teams are negotiating with these players, like with T. Higgins, I can't imagine they're going to get a long-term deal done. Why? Yes, he's a good player. He was hurt last season, multiple hamstring issues. At some point within the next year or so, Jamar Chase is going to get an extension. It's really hard to pay two players $30 million plus at the same position, wide receiver. Uh, but when you really look at the list, Michael Pittman's another guy to keep an eye on who had a great season uh, with the Colts. It's been a terrific story as a former second-round pick. You might remember his dad, a former NFL running back, most lo- most notably with the Buccaneers and Cardinals. Uh, those are just some of the guys who could get the tag, but uh, I don't see anyone getting it at, at quarterback. At running back, I, I doubt it. I may, outside chance with Josh Jacobs. So remember now we've got a new coaching staff and you've got a new front office. Tom Telesco, their new GM, did not draft him. Uh, look, the teams – We'll use the tag when they think the guy is on the up, up, up and coming off of a great season. Josh Jacobs was not, neither was the Raider offense. Uh, Barkley, highly unlikely he's going to get the tag. Actually, there's a realistic chance that he walks. Not a done deal. He's not coming off a good season. There is a concern about where their running game is going. Their offensive line, which has been really dreadful. They overachieved two years ago. Giants have to rebuild that. They got one stud, Andrew Thomas. Other than that, they don't really have any what you call starting quality players. So w- with the Giants there, they got to rebuild the running game. They got to rebuild that offensive line. So I, let me just ask you real quick. So you talk about Barkley, and they already messed with him once. They didn't want to pay him once. Uh, they ended up giving him the tag and giving him a million dollars on top of it to $11 million if I remember correctly. Now they're wondering uh, again about Barkley. So – why don't I just be the harbinger of bad news and just end it already? They need to just get rid of him because they have never admitted yeah. that he's the best player on the team and they still mess with him. They still won't give him money. They don't believe in paying a running back. That's just all there is to it. And what they should do is just get rid of him already and stop this charade and this game they're playing. And also uh, they should uh, just admit that their quarterback situation is horrific what they really need is a quarterback and to trade, get rid of Barkley, and, and just stop with all these games because they're not going to pay him. Yeah, and, and with Barkley, Scott, the, the real story here is he did not have a good season. Let, let's call it like it is. Yes, he got that That's enhanced right. franchise tag last year. He didn't play well. Uh, I, I don't see him coming back. It's not a done deal, but I don't see it happening. Uh, what, the, the other guys, Tony Pollard got tagged last season, didn't, didn't have a great season, kind of fell off a little bit. They changed the offensive scheme. Austin Eckler fell off. Uh, he, he, to me, he's got to be in a two-back system where he could be the third down back. But the Chargers wisely didn't extend his deal. Good player, but if you really look at these running backs, a lot of them did not have great seasons. And it, it's hard to justify getting a tag or even signing extension uh, from these clubs when the backs have fallen off a little bit. And that's why a lot of these guys are going to make it to the market. Okay, and another guy that uh, didn't do anything was uh, Josh Jacobs in Las Vegas, and that's all there is to it. Now, let's go back to the quarterbacks for a second. I saw a story over the weekend where people were talking about who would you rather have Kirk Cousins off of uh, Achilles or Russell Wilson? 
And then I'm, you know, looking at your list here, and you don't even mention Russell Wilson. Meanwhile, we saw with that. I know, but that that whole scene was such a debauchery in in Denver. They're not seriously going to keep him around, are they? No, we're fully expecting him to be gone one way or the other. they got to figure it out with the cap. They're going to have to work with his agent. They may have to restructure and release him. We'll see what they try to do. They, remember, they tried to get him to do it in midseason. He turned it down. But it's been an absolute disaster. That's going to, one way or the other, there's going to be a massive cap hit that they're going to take there. And Jared Stidham will have a chance to be a starting quarterback for the Broncos at 24 and beyond. But the Broncos have to figure that out. And again, Wilson is signed for many more seasons. Where Kirk Cousins is up now. At the midway point last season when he tore that Achilles against the Packers, he was having a phenomenal season. The question for any club looking at him, and also the Vikings who have not made a hard decision yet of what they're going to do in terms of trying to resign him or not, is when he'll be ready and at, at 35 years old, what could he do coming off this injury? And the guy's been so durable, save this injury, he's been so durable over his career. This guy's been a winning quarterback. It's just such a shame he got hurt because you saw the drop-off of Justin Jefferson. The Vikings, by the way, do not have the future starter on the roster. Jaron Hall is not it. He's a, he's a developmental backup. Josh Jobs is a pretty good backup. He's not even under contract. But the bottom line is, if the Vikings walk away from Kirk, from Kirk Cousins, they're going to have to look towards the draft for their future at that position because they don't have that guy on the roster right now. Well, it sounds like they're scared to go with Cousins anymore after the Achilles. Let's talk about how far apart Mike Evans and the Buccaneers are. Yeah, so what I'm told, a couple things here. First of all, prior to last season, it was the Buccaneers who declined to extend his contract. He wanted it done. Uh, as one source uh, who's worked with the Bucks before told me, Evans is great when he has a chip on his shoulder. He had a great season. Yes, he had some drops, but he had a phenomenal season. Um, we could see a franchise tag here. And remember, Baker Mayfield's also up. Bucks want Mayfield back. He wants to be back. He's going to be a Buck one way or the other. The tough thing here is to get Evans back, who's an older player. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, by the way, now in his 30s. They have to figure out how they're going to structure that contract. But this guy's been a ph- phenomenal player, arguably the NFL's best receiver over the last seven to eight years, just f- absolutely phenomenal, so consistent. And look, the, Scott, if you look at the roster, it's cr- Chris Godwin, in terms of the guys who are on a contract, it's Chris, Chris Godwin and, and Trey Palmer, a decent rookie season, and that's about it. They got to figure out one way, one way or the other to get Mike Evans back, and they're gonna they're they're gonna they're gonna work on this one. I wouldn't rule this one out. I know I know a lot of people think he's gonna play elsewhere, and why I wouldn't rule that out. I, the bottom line is, folks, it's always what does your roster look like when the player walks? It's not very good, and they're gonna have to sort of fortify and rebuild that receiver position if, if Evans walks. What about T. Higgins? Because you know how much of yeah. a badass I think he is. Are they going to keep him or let him walk? And you would think if he walks, he could get a a pretty big gig in a number of places. All right. So he's more of a 1A, not a 1. Jamar Chase is their X receiver or number one receiver. See, Scott, it's really hard to pay two receivers. The number now for the top guys, the top echelon guys in the prime of their career is $30 million or more. Tyreek Hill at $30 million. Everyone, every receiver who's on the open market is going to try to hit that. Higgins on the open market is in the low 20 million range, 22 million in that range. Now, again, he was hurt a lot last season. Then you had the Joe Burrow injury. I cannot see the the Bengals paying long-term to receivers. That's why it makes way more sense for Higgins to get tagged. I, I think realistically he gets tagged. Remember Jesse Bates? Remember they tagged him? 
Then the next season, they let him walk, and he walked to Atlanta. I had Dalton Schultz on the show in Las Vegas at the Media Center at the Mandalay Bay. I think it would be a huge mistake. They will rule the day if they don't re-sign him in Houston. I think the Texans need this guy if they want to continue on their upward trend offensively and the success of that team. I think he's a big piece. Yeah, you know, young quarterbacks love to throw the ball over the middle to the tight ends. Dalton Schultz had a good year, good running after the catch. They don't have anyone left. Brevin George, more of an athletic slot tight end. He's not a guy that's going to handle a lot of volume. I would expect them to try to bring Schultz back. Won't be easy, but the bottom line is you're absolutely right. They don't have anyone left who could replace them. And they got they got to take a look at the roster, but they're doing pretty well going forward. All right, Adam, we'll see you later in the week. Great stuff, buddy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. BetMGM is giving away money again, hand over fist. It's like, uh, I mean, it is unbelievable. It's like an ATM machine just spitting out money. Have you ever seen in those, um, like, movies where the guys have the guns at the strip club and they're spraying money and it's just flying out all over the room and it's just and it's all over the floor like Floyd Mayweather. He's got the gun and it's just spraying money. That's what BetMGM's doing. And they're doing it on a daily basis. It's, it's truly unbelievable and unforgiving. Use the bonus code SG150 when you sign up for your new BetMGM mobile account. Go to iOS or Android to download the app or even BetMGM.com. All you have to do is put $5 in to open an account, then bet five on anything, standard odds, price. Hell, bet on a hockey game and lose. It doesn't matter if you lose because they're giving you 150 in bonus bets immediately. I mean, I mean this is just fantastic. Capitalism at its finest. BetMGM. With gun money machines spraying money all over the country and all over your community, God bless BetMGM. Make sure you use the bonus code SG150 and go to BetMGM.com if you're confused in any way about why they're giving away so much money to people. All right, Carver High. I said earlier on the show that uh, Rick Pitino should be fired. Uh, I just don't understand a guy that they hire for millions – to bring in and turn St. John's into a Final Four team, has been there one year, brought in his entire crew of players, and then every night after games, he goes on these tirades, these geezer tirades. First, he started with NIL. Then he said 
uh, a week later that they should pay players, um, you know, unionize and pay players to play. And it, the, the NIL, first it was all screwed up. Then it was let's pay the players like they're in a union. Then uh, to top it all off, he goes on to say that his program stinks, his facilities stink, it's a dump, and the players suck and don't play hard, and that none of them listen. They hear but don't listen. So in other words, he called them all stupid. And then the reality is he is old and finished and washed, and it's time for him to go with the others in the 70 and above crowd that I've been selling out down the river for weeks now on this air. And I did it with Carol. I did it with Belichick. I did it with Lundqvist. I did the only person that yesterday that survived the cut. Only one guy. Oh, by the way, Sterling and Susie also down the river. Gotta go. They both suck. And everybody knows it. Here's a long line of deep platform. It is high. It is far. The second baseman catches the ball. And this guy's got a home run in the left field seats. He's so bad. Okay. He was great. Now he's not. Here's the only guy to survive the cut at all in broadcasting. They already ran Al Michaels out. It's Hubie Brown. The guy's like 100, and he's still <laughs> calling NBA games brilliantly like he was 50. Hubie Brown still has it. No one else does. Fire Patino. You go out and call us losers. Don't listen. Stupid. Facilities are a dump. NIL, pay the players. He needs to go to another Italian restaurant and sleep with a hooker on a red and white tablecloth just like he used to. Get rid of him. Yeah, we would uh, we would probably be here for the rest of the show if we tried to play everything that Rick Pitino said yesterday after the loss at the horse track to Seton Hall. But we at least got a couple of things in. Here we go. I think they're unathletic. I don't oh. think they move well laterally. I don't think they're going to pick it up in the next week. Um, I think mean. they're slow laterally. Yeah. I mean, Sean Conway gives you everything he can. He's slow laterally. About five guys are slow laterally. Even, even the Celtics, when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. Do you have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. He's lying. I think they're very respectful. They hear, but they don't listen. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes. Actually, two months to throw bounce passes. <laughs> Just thinking of getting ready for Georgetown because Georgetown could definitely beat us. I'm not even thinking of the future at all. I'm just thinking of the next game and the next game and the no next future. game, and that's it. Fin uh, just try to get as many wins as you possibly can and represent St. John's in the best fashion you can. Uh, you can't yeah. do that by saying those things. Anyone that thinks that he can say those things and just not worry about it and get to the finish line. He sounds like my daughter halfway through the season. They'd lost 20 games. She's like, I just want to quit. I'm like, you're a star shooter. Just finish. Don't be a quitter. I hate it. I hate my coach. I hate the. Oh, God, you sound like Patino. This guy is a <laughs> quitter right now. He said, oh, Georgetown will kick our ass. We're awful. I just want to get to the end and get it over with. They need to fire him. Have some stones. You can't have some guy literally take a leak all over your program that you're paying millions of dollars to run the program. You cannot have someone slamming your institution that you brought in and paid millions to do the job. You just can't have it. Someone at St. John's has to stand up and say, enough of this. 
enough of this nonsense. You know what? They need me around. Honestly, I always told you, Carver High, get a guy that can say no and fire people and you're on your way. Now, I have no mercy. I would go right in and go, Rick, it's over. You're fired. Get out. Buy out 12 million. Here you go. Have another sleep with another woman that ain't your wife. Go ahead. Get out. Get out. Tell your lawyer to call me. Go. We don't like you anymore slamming our school. How do you like them apples? I tell it like it is. Yeah, but I got a feeling that they're not going to have the stones to do that. Uh, they'll keep Rick around because they haven't had anybody as good Don't as let Rick, the inmates uh, run the in asylum. Years. Okay? You cannot That's, let him well, push you around. You shouldn't, uh, but he's going to Can't with this. Have. They're going to with this. Uh, we pretty much did everything for the weekend. UConn beat Marquette in that game on Saturday. Kansas beat Oklahoma. Nice job Chill. by uh, South Carolina, Scotty. I was on South Carolina on Saturday afternoon. Nice Bonies. melt by them with an 11-point lead Bonies. in the second half, losing 64-63 to LSU. And Kentucky got themselves a big win for Cal, 70-59. They wait, won wait, wait, at wait. Auburn. How about that? Yes. How about they have? How about the big show down at the jungle at Neville all day, nobbing Bruce Pearl and the Auburn Tigers with yeah. their two nicknames, War Eagle and Tigers. You get two nicknames, and then you lay an egg at night on yeah. national television and lose in your building to a team that's a mess. Kentucky can't do Not anything idea. right, and they kick your ass in your building. That was crazy. It certainly was. U- UConn is the first unanimous Number one uh, in the top 25 poll this season. Nobody else has done that. That's because Purdue lost and UConn won. They are 5-1 to one to win the national title right now here on a Monday as we are just a couple weeks away from March. A lot of teams on that list, Scotty, who ain't going to be getting my money uh, three weeks from now uh, when we get well, to March I think, Madness. You know, I know that. Purdue, Purdue loses close games, Mike. And uh, Marquette proved what they were worth yesterday, getting yep. whacked by UConn in Hartford. So I'm going to scratch both of them off right now. I want to see what Houston does tonight. They look good over the weekend. Let's see how they look again tonight at home against Iowa State. And we'll know if they're offensively challenged or not. We already know they play great D. Let's see if they can keep scoring. They scored a lot in their last game and look good. Then I'll be more of a believer. Uh, Indeed. Uh, We have three games for you tonight of significance Let's get to those. Uh, we'll start in the AC. Virginia heading to Blacksburg tonight uh, to take on the Hokies. How about this? Hokies favored. Minus three and a half. 126 and a half is the total. Yeah, I just don't know how you can give three and a half points to a Virginia team that is turning the corner and playing great defensively and winning, and they're flat out better than Virginia Tech. Now, I know it's tough to win in Blacksburg, but that team, the Hokies team, just isn't that good this year. I bet on Virginia to win this game on the road outright. I can't believe they're getting three and a half. Next, we've got a couple in the Big 12 tonight. We'll start in Texas, where Kansas State comes to town. We have a couple fat numbers here. This is now eight and a half. For the Longhorns, 140 and a half is the total down a point from earlier. You know, this game reminds me of the TCU game with Kansas State and Manhattan over the weekend, Mike, that uh, Dixon's team hit a, a, a dagger bomb three and the foul wasn't called, but he, he knocked down the three bomb in the air, got fouled, got landed on the whole deal. But the ball went down and TCU walked out with a win in Manhattan. I think this game is very similar to that game. I think Texas and K-State will be much closer than eight and a half. I'd take the points with K-State here. I think Texas barely wins that game. 
Uh, and we do have a top 10 game in Houston tonight as Iowa State is in to take on the Cougars. Minus 8.5 for Houston now, down from the 9.5, and, and 131.5 is the total. Mike, I bet it at nine and a half with Iowa State. They're a really good team on both ends of the floor. And I'm scared to death at Houston, at the Fertitta, to take that bet on the road and think that I'm going to, you know, hit it. Uh, We've seen it before. You bet on teams uh, and then they get whacked on the road. Uh, This is a tough road game for them in H-Town. Houston is very good defensively. They're going to give Iowa State problems. I'm hoping they covered a nine and a half. I went with a Cyclones high-risk bet. Uh, Before we get out of here, let's quickly uh, apparently have some Ben Stevens from the early line this morning giving his thoughts on the matchup as well. Houston, by the way, was knocked off in Hilton Coliseum by Iowa State just Mm -hmm. over a month and a half ago. And that game stayed well under its pregame number. I think the defensive intensity will be there at an all-time high. But also a really quick turnaround, Donnie, from playing Saturday afternoon for both of these teams. Iowa State against Texas Tech. Houston blew out Texas by 21 points. Quick turnaround, big Monday, early game here on this Monday evening, or at least a game on this Monday evening. I go under 127 and a half as well. I think Iowa State can keep this game within that nine and a half point margin. I do think Houston wins outright, however. Hmm. Well, there you have it Uh, from the early line today with our guys, Big Ten Ben and Donnie Wrightside. So kind of similar thoughts on the game as we had. So what else, Mike? Uh, South Carolina women get their SEC record 43rd straight regular season win. They are no joke, uh, as we talked about last week when we were talking about Clark and we mentioned them, the South Carolina women on a mission uh, to win it all again. Uh, you know, Kaitlin Clark deservedly gets all the attention in college basketball and no one else gets a nibble. But uh, the South Carolina women's team is so much better than Caitlin Clark and the Iowa women's Hawkeye team. It's not even funny. It's head and shoulders, baby. Head and shoulders. By the way, Seattle tied up Detroit. Twelve wow. and a half left in the third. The Red Wings can't live with prosperity. Unbelievable. Uh, And the Oilers are down 3-2 going to the third here uh, in Arizona at the college rink. So they're having all kinds of problems against this kid goalie. Uh, A few baseball things. One, I saw Soto this morning. He showed up at Yankee camp, said that he's not talking about his extension. Uh, We know that's going to happen. He's going to get a ton of money, and he's probably going to play somewhere else next year. Giancarlo Stanton, Scotty, uh, knows uh, he talked about Cashman and saying that he was injury prone. And he says that he claims to be in some of the best baseball shape of his life i will believe that when i see it uh over over under memorial day scotty before the first Giancarlo stanton injury list appearance over under memorial day what do you have i mean mike it's embarrassing uh that they're constantly trying to sell pictures of this guy's body and how he says he's in the best shape of his life when he misses half the season every year in his career for the last seven years so i mean the bottom line and he can't hit 200 uh so i've been hearing enough about him i can't take any more of him SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um. All right, for all the finish time, the Yankees have an offer on the table, as I said earlier, to Blake Snell. I hope they get him because I think the rest of their rotation is trash. Two West Coast teams still in the mix. The Angels, which are the garbage dump of franchises now, and the San Francisco Giants, who have more money to play with than the Yankees because they haven't been able to sign a big star in several years. The Red Sox signed Liam Hendricks. I have a problem with this. The guy had Tommy John, he had cancer, and now what? He's going to have some huge comeback season. He'll be injured uh, before the end of spring training. Brewers re-signed Brandon Woodruff. They should have kept Burns and dealt Woodruff. Bryce Harper fine with first base. Wants to play into his 40s. Who's going to fall for that bad idea? I don't want anybody in their 40s playing on my major league team. I don't care who he is, and I think Bryce Harper's an absolute badass. Thanks. We're done with you at 38. Otani won't play in the Dodgers spring opener. How many times are we going to hear that this year? Sacramento, the front runner to host the A's before the 27 move to Vegas. That's not happening anyway. Pablo Sandoval trying to make a comeback. We told you the Panda Bear at 37 with the Giants. He'll be cut in spring training because he's a fat ass and his game is finished. Mike Evans and the Bucks are far apart on a contract extension. He'll be a free agent in March. What an epic fail this will be for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to let him go. Pittsburgh submits bids to host the 26 or 27 NFL draft. It can't be worse than Detroit, can it? Steelers have internal division about Kenny Pickett as the starting quarterback. The players all want Mason Rudolph to be the starter. The Ravens signed Nelson Aguilar to an extension. Detroit says the NFL draft will be secure after the Kansas shooting, uh, shooting at the parade. Whatever you say, everyone predicts nothing will happen in our city. Good luck with that. Matsuyama sets the course record with a 62 with the comeback at the Genesis. GTV is next. Go to FarrellAndEvents.com. We'll see you tomorrow on Coast to Coast. Please. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.